Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Seven past the hour of one. Chad Hartman here with you on News Talk 830W. CCO, highly entertaining game last night involving the Wolves and Oklahoma City Thunder. Two of the best teams in the uh, NBA. The Wolves had struggled of late in fourth quarters. I think the last five games they'd have been outscored in the fourth quarter by 47 points. Not last night. They go to Oklahoma. They really get a game where six, seven, eight guys played significant roles. And they win and once again have the best record in the Western Conference. And discuss that, the head coach of the Wolves, Chris Finch. Is kind enough to rejoin the show, Chris, like all of our guests on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Thank you, Chris. Let me let me start with this. Um, you're right in the middle of it. Some coaches over the years who I've known, when it is a wildly competitive, entertaining game, at times can say to an assistant coach, maybe an expletive involved, damn, this is a good game. And others are just so focused on possession after possession and strategy that it's after the game when they can appreciate how this one stands out in an 82-game season. Where are you in that mix? Um, I don't think I verbalized. Uh, well, first of all, thanks thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I verbalized to any of my assistants what a great game it was, but I did recognize that it, you know, it was a really well-played game by both teams. It was entertaining. Um, and in the moment, I, I understood that, um, you know, it was, you know, one of those things where you say, Hey, win or lose, like we're, we're playing really well right now. And obviously you hope you hold on and you win and put yourself in a position to make all the right plays, which we did. And we hadn't been doing. So that was the most pleasing thing about it. Um, you know, after the game, for me, win or lose, it's more of a reflection of everything that we could have done better or should have done differently or things that I could have done to di- help manage the game um, in another way. So, uh, but in the game, I try to appreciate what, you know, I, the, obviously I'm in the moment in the game, but I try to appreciate, you know, whether it's a good game or a great atmosphere or, you know, I think about a lot of target center, just, you know, how much energy is in that building when we play every night these days compared to how it was before. Yeah. Uh, like when I first got here and just, you know, you know, not taking that for granted and really enjoying it. If you have the best record in either conference, you've obviously had a, a very good season. So I'm not trying to slight that in any way. But would you agree with me that I think the record shows that January has been more mixed. Do you think as this season was moving along, 
that your team really needed another signature victory. Just not not for the league, but maybe for your group to go, whether it's at home against a great team or even more importantly, to go on the road against a quality team. And as I watched the game last night, obviously we'll get to Ant. He he played very well late. Towns, Gobert, Naw, Jaden. You just had a lot of guys step up. But you, do you think you needed another one of those type of wins at this point in the year? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, we've been playing as, uh, kind of mixed results. Uh, you know, I mean, we're still seven and ten in our uh, seven and three in our last ten games, um, but we've had some disappointing losses and some games that we probably felt we should not have let slip away that we did. And um, so, yeah, so I think we definitely needed a, a win like that um, to get our kind of swagger back. Uh, and now we got to keep keep doing it. We got a bunch of good teams coming in here to, this week, um, and we got to keep pushing. That's you know, there's not a lot of margin for error. And uh, you know, when you're at the top of the West, uh, sometimes you can get lost in the fact that uh, because you know these games, of course, all ma- matter so much. You know, if you're between fourth and fifth, or fifth and sixth, or third and fourth, or yep. seventh and eighth, or whatever, and you're bouncing around and you're taking some losses in the middle of the season, it doesn't feel a as grave as some of the losses when you're on the top, but you also have to take a step back and say there's a lot of basketball to play. We've played a lot of good basketball. What we've proven to ourselves is that we can play with anybody and beat anybody and compete um, on, on every given night. And um, it's a long season. You're going to have adversity. You, know, you mm-hmm. just are. And I keep telling myself, and maybe it's just trying to rationalize the situation that's best that we're going through it now, you know, and we're not going through it in March and April. Um, where it could really affect, you know, your rhythm, your mindset, and everything else going into the playoffs. So, um, you know, it's fun fun to watch the guys bounce back like they did last night, that's for sure. You have mainly been healthy with your main guys. And of late, Mike Conley, because of a hamstring and maybe a rest situation, but mainly the hamstring, uh, hasn't played for the last five, including last night. Does it also show your team that – when adversity maybe is happening or is looming, because you just you never know when somebody's going to get hurt last year with, with, with Carl. Did mm-hmm. it show your team even a little bit extra that you can win without your on-court leader last night? Yes, for sure. I mean, we, you know, we went to Boston. To, to your point, to your very first question, um, you know, we, we went to Boston and we played, we played our guts out up there against yep. a really good team and lost in overtime without Rudy and Mike. Very good. Point. And, yep. you know, so, so, you know, some, and, and some of our like youthfulness and you know, mistakes and stuff led to that, to that defeat, but we played really, really well. So I think that gave us great confidence there, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, so you just got to keep going through these situations and keep learning and everything we didn't do in Boston, we did last night. And that's probably as a coach, like the most satisfying piece of it all. Right. And like growth is not linear. Like there's, this is everyone talks about. Hey, we're gonna get a little bit better every day. That's coach speak. That's cliche. Yes. Like right. there's like these. There's <laughs> there's there's times where you keep stubbing your toe. You keep stubbing your toe. You keep stubbing. Then you have these aha moments. Yep. And that's like what learning and growth is really about in sports. You know, I mean in anything really in life. Like until we figure stuff out. So hopefully, now that we can draw upon the experience of it and we can refer to like what worked. Because as a, we'll show them all the things that don't work. You know that's easy. The tape shows that. Um, you got to put stuff in the 
in the library that you can show them that does work. And to, for that to happen, it has to have happened. So, um, so I think, you know, that's what gives us the most confidence in those situations. So, but we, we definitely miss Mike. Um, you know, he's our most important player. No doubt about it. You know, take, it may not be our most talented player. It may not be our most valuable player, but in many ways he's our most important player because of everything that he does uh, for him himself as it relates to his teammates. You know, it's not about him. It's about how he helps his teammates. Okay. I was going to ask you a different question, but I can't, I, I can't let that go. As talented yeah. as Ant, Cat, as different as Rudy is this year, uh, Ant's clearly going to the All-Star game. Carl and Rudy potentially could. You still think that Mike Conley is your most important player? Uh, in so many ways. I mean, it's our leadership. It's our, he's our, it has a, uh, the experience, the composure, um, the way that his teammates respond to him, the messaging, the way he's always talked to him, the calmness that he brings, you know, to, uh, to our younger players, you know, particularly Ant. I mean, he, he understands fully who Ant is and how important he is, and he makes sure Ant has every opportunity to be the best version of himself and gets out of the way. And he's the, you know, he's an Oscar-winning supporting actor, like every single night when it comes to how he makes his, you know, the rest of the cast shine, um, whether it be setting him up with a basketball point of view or picking him up with the right words. Chris Finch, Wolves head coach, is with us. They have the best record in the West. They won a great game last night in Oklahoma City. Part of what I have appreciated about you in in my job now, what I certainly would have appreciated when I was calling games for a a decade and a half, is you treat these guys like adults. You clearly are their ally, but you'll tell the truth. After that Boston game, you alluded to, and your answer was great earlier, you were blunt about, hey, we put ourselves in a great position, but then some of the things we did at the end, come on, we can't do that. You were blunt, honest, and I think anybody objectively would say right on, when the team melted down and was too fixated on getting Carl points and wasn't stopping anybody with the Charlotte loss. And also, what I like is, for everything I'm t- I've been told, if you need to jump Ant, you jump Ant. If you need to jump Carl, you do. Because there's too many people in this game, when I was around it forever, where I can't yell at the star player, but I'm going to yell at like, the fourth guy and hope that trickles down over to the star player. How do, how do you balance that out where you're in this for the long haul with these guys you you love them you appreciate them but they also need to hear this whether it's publicly or privately yeah um well first of all it's all you know it's built on relationships like uh very much um at the core of all this is the uh, our myself and our staff's ability to build the right healthy and productive relationships with these guys where they trust us and where we can hold them accountable, and they know that it's coming from a good place, um, and we we put we put a lot of time in that. You know, whether it's uh, spending time with them individually, understanding what makes them tick, seeing them in the summer times, all the things that we do um, to just kind of keep building that connection and helping uh, you know them be the best player they can be. That's one. Two. Very first day when we meet. We have a few tenets, things that are core beliefs. One of them is we just we refer to it as brutal truth. And it's just we have to be honest with each other. Like you've got to be honest with me and I gotta be honest with you. And we're not you know, we a lot of teams will say that, but 
we, you know, we, we live it. And um, the, the players, particularly the star players, uh, willingness to accept that and to accept the hard coaching uh, is at the heart of, of any successful franchise if you're trying to build a culture. Like, my, we're only going to be as good as my willingness and ability to coach our best players. Yep, I agree. You know, if you want to, if you want to take all the shots, if you want to play all the minutes, if you want to have the ball all the time, you're going to be on tape. You know, it's just, I mean, it's unavoidable that you're going to be up there, and we're going to look, you know, we're going to hold you accountable for those, um, for those decisions that you make, especially when you're given as much freedom and responsibility as as you are as a star player in this league. Um, and I think at the end of the day, the guys appreciate that. And it is, a, you know, obviously you're not coming at them all the time, but you have to do it um, when it matters most. And, you know, my, my, my perspective on the Charlotte game and my reaction to it is, you know, it's not something I'm doing all the time, but mm-hmm. I felt comf- comfortable and confident that um, the team could handle it. I told the team them the same things to themselves before I went to the media, and they agreed. Yeah, you know there was a there was a lot of agreement there, and they recognized it. And as a person, I go to the media. I want to also be as transparent as I possibly can. I'm not going to go in there and there's an elephant in the room, and I'm not going to talk about it. You know, then I then I think it just discredits everything that we're trying to be about. So. Okay, here's we're about. I'm 58. How old are you, Chris? 54. Okay, so we're general the same age. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've stumbled upon some games from the uh, the 80s recently, and refs miss calls in the 80s just like they miss now. My brutal mm-hmm. truth is the NBA now, I'm not going to say the star player I watched last night because you're going to play him soon. I don't want to put you in any position that way. But this guy complains every damn possession. I mean, it, it just yeah. drives me. I love this game. Uh, I only walked away from calling games in this league because yeah. my son's health. I would still do it today. I still watch – Way too much NBA. But, man, the amount of complaining just, i got to be honest, just drives me nuts. And you've talked about a team, and, again, let me acknowledge, Ant was fouled by Shea Gilchrist Alexander. Absolutely 100%. And I don't – I'm not surprised by frustrations afterwards, but how do you balance that? Because you do have guys on your team who are great players. They're also great at complaining a lot. And and – whether yeah. it's fair or not, you know this better than me. If teams complain a lot, they just they miss out on some calls, and, and it's a composure thing. So when, when you get to April, May, and June, it could come back to bite you at the worst time of the year. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's literally the boy that cries wolf syndrome, right? Like if That's you're it. complaining to the rest every, every single time, um, you know, they don't want to be, they, they don't want to be gamed either. And so if you're complaining all the time, then when they, when you actually are fouled, then, you know, they're a little hesitant to kind of see the play because they've just been dealing with it the whole game. Right. And it's something that uh, we've talked to our guys about a lot. And I thought we started the season um, pretty good, mm-hmm. really, honestly, like our technicals were down I agree. Our overall pet- petulance and behavior and complaining with the rest was down. And, it, you know, it's ticked up here recently. Um, and, you know, some of it I think is frustration by maybe, you know, dropping some wins that we should have, uh, you know, had and that kind of stuff. But, um, and, you know, it's 
it's a lot of, it's a lot harder right now to referee than ever before. You know, For with sure. um, yep. with, with 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 the HD television, with replay, <laughs> with yes. social media blasts of close-ups of sure. all this stuff. So I feel for these guys. All I right. really do. Yep. I feel for them. Yep. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think Anthony. His, you know, I think he's very, very targeted. I think he he understands like after a win, maybe it helps. You know, because you're not bitching about having lost the game. Um, but he does get hit a lot, yep. and I, you know, he has to understand as a. As a ball, you know, as a ball dominant, a very aggressive guy who attacks the basket at a high level, like he's not going to get every whistle because it's just, you know, they're going to miss some, they're going to make some judgments on him, and uh, it's no different than you know when Shaq played and he probably got fouled on every single play at one point or another, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you just, you know, you got to hope they get more right than wrong, and to that point, they're humans, and you got to play to that sensibility. You got to, and so that's a learning curve for him. Really good stuff. I appreciate the time on an off day. Thank you so much. Best of luck tomorrow night. We'll uh, reach out again soon. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chad. Wolves head coach Chris Finch, who, to me, with Bill Guerin, although I'll say this, I thought Rocco was super honest the other day. I think Rocco sometimes is a bit of a different person during the regular season. But to me, Chris Finch and Bill Guerin, by far, by far the most honest people in Minnesota sports right now. Just give you great answers, tell the truth, including calling out players. And Finch goes further than Garen in that area. It's real answers. It's thoughtful answers. And they're, like you said, not afraid to tell what they think. And he's so right on – you just – I don't know. You, you just, you're not measuring up if you're just yelling at the eighth guy and not your star players. Mm-hmm. And – I still have a lot of people that I know very well there. And by all accounts, the guys who draw uh, Finch's eye are the most, when it's appropriate, it's not It's not manufactured, are star players. And by the way, that's how it should be. You know, that's why I'm going to be yelling at you during this entire break. No, I'm not a star player. I'm at best ninth man. You take ninth man salary mm-hmm. in the NBA. So do all of us. <laughs> We'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I once had uh, my first ever college roommate who I think smoked pot 11 times a day. My friend Alex. Almost caught up with you then. Yeah, not quite. Um, In fact, Alex, even then I'm an insomniac, right? And Alex would stay up, and we're in the dorm, and dorms now are like, you know, Mar-a-Lago. They oh, weren't goodness. They weren't quite that way at <laughs> Saguaro, ASU, mid-'80s, okay? And Alex would leave the light on, just, you know, driving me nuts, the little princess that I am trying to sleep. And sometimes, I think Alex went had a prostate issue, too, or something, because he would go to the bathroom a lot. And there be was your roommate like sixty five? Like he was, he normally was in the Sun City section of Arizona. Um, he was wearing an ankle bracelet. I should have known something was wasn't right. Uh, but I'd go and it'd be like I don't know one forty seven. I'd go. I just Alex would be gone. I'm like okay, let me just check what page is he on? Because this would happen night after night after night. He'd be on page forty two. Then like an hour later, Alex would still be up. And I go, he'd be on the same page. I mean, I think he was just so high, he just couldn't go to bed. It could be one of those, yeah, that's one of those textbooks that really condenses all the great information onto one page. And he found the page. And my point of this story is, one time he saw him and he goes, you look a lot like Barry Manilow. I didn't appreciate that. Frame you with my finger. Yeah, I can see it. I guess a little. Yeah. yeah. You do write the songs no, that make the whole world sing. Mandy. Well, that's coming up. Yeah, is that coming up? Okay, how about the CNN report right now? They're calling it exclusive. First of all, 999 times out of 1,000, it's not exclusive. Okay, whether, I don't know, if we ever do it here, anybody else does it, almost every time it's not exclusive. CNN is reporting exclusively that... President Xi of China told our President Joe Biden that he will not meddle in the 2024 presidential election. I can't even say it without laughing. Okay. I think that's nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, President Xi. Thank you, President Xi. Uh, if, if I'm President Biden, I would say, Thank you, President Xi. That's very nice. I don't believe a bleepity bleep word you just said, but thank you. Like I mean, well, he may have said it in Chinese, so he may not have understood. <laughs> you don't think Joe rattled it off? <laughs> you know, Joe's struggling with English language, but Chinese, he's amazing. Nails Mandarin every time. Is the Biden administration, is somebody in the Biden administration tipping off CNN? Hey, President Xi told us they're not going to meddle in the election, so take it to the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man of his word. Vladimir Putin told Donald Trump he didn't meddle at the at the infamous press conference right. where we all made fun of Donald. He said, I could believe uh, Don, I could believe Vladimir Putin are intelligence. Of course I believe Vladimir Putin. And he added, why would he lie to me? Okay, that was ridiculous. Of course Vladimir Putin was involved and is involved and had been before, just like we've been involved. So are there people within the Biden administration who are feeling good about this? I mean, it's better than him saying, yeah, I'm going to meddle. That'd be more honest. Like, we just think that, that was it. Good as gold. 
China's not going to have any more involvement. At least there's hope now. Okay, thank you. 33 fast one, Jamie Ucas, who pals around with President G quite often out in L.A. We'll ask her in moments. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Millions. That's what she gets. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Jamie's here. Jamie's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, Dave found me. uh, Dave uh, puts together a great list of stories uh, every morning. One of the stories that he found for me today is people who love seeing terror. And harrowing experiences. As an example, there's uh, somebody who's about to go snorkeling in Thailand. And so what did this individual do? He looked up videos of shark attacks. Uh, Another Uh. individual about to fly. And so he looked up uh, a lot of planes crashing and stalling. Why? Help me. I I don't know. I, I... And to be honest, working in news chat, I'm somebody that, like, I see horrific things all the time. I yeah. don't need to be any more scared than I am by society in general. Yeah, that's uh, that's a Harrigan. Let, you, you're, listen, you lead that bon vivant life of yours. You're about, <clears throat> you're about to fly somewhere. Maybe just, to, you know, maybe, I don't know, uh, Sweden, just, just to go to Sweden for the weekend. Getting ready for that flight, would you say, hey, let me watch some uh, plane crash videos just to get me ready? No. No. No, no, that's no, not my style. I watch you. videos where, like, the flight attendant has run out of booze, and then that, that really freaks <laughs> me out. Well, that's very scary. That's just, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, that is, uh, that is terrifying. I've reached a point now, even with sports injuries, where if I was still calling games, Jamie, I think I would have to say to the audience, I saw that guy go down or that gal go down. It looked awful. You're going to see the replay. I don't want to see it. Make your own judgment on your own. I I, just, I don't want to see bodies and legs get, get contorted in just or like punches in the nose or like yeah. just I know oh that's even watching the NFL this season obviously you guys know with Kirk Cousins and you know whatnot it's like Aaron Rodgers just seeing some of those injuries oh it was brutal yeah they are uh, brutal are are you in the crowd that uh, hates Taylor Swift now believes she's ruined no. the NFL you know what? who are these people here's what I'm gonna no who, and you know what I'm gonna say. Any man who is disparaging that Taylor Swift is showing up to her boyfriend's football game to support him and watch him means that he probably doesn't have a good relationship with his daughters, and the daughters are going to grow up and end up with jerks. 
that's that's my take. Wow, that is a heck of a take right there. Because if you can't support your daughter's love and support of a pop star who's supporting and loving her boyfriend, like it's all love. It's all love, right? If you have to get grouchy and crabby about that and disparage it and be curmudgeon like you probably have something else going on in your life. I think uh, most of the people who are angry about this, not bugged, because you're allowed to be, you know, annoyed about weird things that I really don't get. But if you're truly angry, that oh, and ta- people are angry. Like I oh. open up my social media. I mean, people are oh. angry. Oh my god, you're ruining football. It's like Ten, really, Jamie. Tens of millions of people are angry about this. Number one, my first response is. Get a bleep in life. Um, <laughs> well, but that's the thing, right? Is like if you're projecting this hatred and all this, like what does it really say about you? Are you that miserable that you have to project all this just junk onto somebody else? I mean, I said today we were doing a story. I don't know if you saw this. The Mrs. I think either Mrs. Universe something. She's had eight kids. She came out and competed after having her eighth child two weeks after giving wow. birth. Yeah. And she's getting like all of this hatred online. Jeez. And it's like. Why? Like, can't we just, like, I said on my show today, I said, can't we just all shut up? Like, what does it say about us as a society that we have to just keep getting angry about everything and posting it and commenting and driving an economy of influencers and all this junk that doesn't even mean anything? Now, I think early on when there were rumors about the two, there were times when, I mean, they were showing Taylor, probably more than they should have. Okay. Now, did it cause me to get distracted by the game? No, not for one second. Now, they show her three times or something. She's the biggest pop star on the planet. Uh, It seems pretty abundantly clear they're in love with each other, that this is legit. I mean, the amount of people I saw today even saying, this is psyops. This is a conspiracy. No, v- v- so, oh yesterday was going with it. Uh, I, this is exhausting to me. Can we talk about something else? Well, it's your network. Are you are you off to cover the Super Bowl this year? Are you you you? I covered? am. Okay. I leave to I leave I leave a week from today. Uh, well, she's going to show up Saturday night. I'm putting it down. You get the Sunday morning interview. With Taylor Swift, let's let's make because she's uh, she's in Tokyo, I'm sure because she's crossing the uh, the timeline that there's going to be more yep. conspiracy talk about that. How could she be in Tokyo this day, and then she's back in Vegas it's this day? It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy if you do math and mm. know about the international dateline. It's not that hard. Not for um, some, and, sadly. And I'm, guess, I'm, I'm guessing she has a lot of money in a private plane, so I don't think it's that difficult um you don't think she's flying commercial middle seat no i don't i do not um you know i do have a connection to her that oh. i would try to i would try to work to land the exclusive interview but i i don't know that that connection's that good so we'll see oh could you share what it is um i am very close friends with the mother of the band heim and heim is very close friends with uh, Taylor and cla- uh, like Alana Heim was at one of the games with Taylor this season. Um, Donna Heim actually uh, and her husband Modi. When I first moved to Los Angeles, Donna helped me find my my ha- my apartment, and then I would have dinner with her and her husband. They like adopted me as their fourth Heim sister. 
Were you ever in the band? I mean, do we have any video of that? <laughs> no, no, no. No, there's an SNL skit, though, that, like, you know, I, I could play tambourine. If you look up Heim uh, SNL, that's basically the fourth sister. That's me. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I know. Um, okay, Dave, let's evaluate this connection, because at first I was kind of, I don't know. But then at the end, you know, in the booth with her, you're a basically adopted by him could be i think this seems <laughs> as close to rock solid as a lead gets it's a good i one. did i did call donna when all this is going you know crazy in the beginning and i said donna give it to me real is this real or is it not real and she says girl it's real so i've known since day one that those two actually really were into each other you know where this interview would work even better AM radio, yeah. Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> uh, about one thirty-five Tuesday, Chiefs win. Uh, Travis and Taylor join us from, I don't know, Cabo San Lucas. Or maybe we there all... There you go. Why I got not? a better idea. The five of us all are there. I'm there. You're there. Dave's there. Taylor. Travis are there. We bring the Comrex. Well, the Himes are yeah, there. Let's I, go. I've actually I've been trying to work behind the scenes, Chad, because Taylor Swift is actually playing three concerts in Sydney, Australia, um, when I leave to go for my wedding. So I'm trying to see if Taylor and Travis can make it to the wedding February 29th because their last concert there is February 25th. Oh. So keep your fingers crossed for me. Oh, to, that'd yeah. be a nice. You know, I love love. He loves. They love love. Like let's get in there. That'd be a nice little surprise for the guests. Hey. Uh, it turns out uh, Fred from the local neighborhood it was going to offer up some karaoke tunes. Fred's out. I don't know if you're familiar with her, you know, here in Australia, but here is Taylor Swift. <laughs> That'd be good. There you go. Dave? Right? Dave, what do you, how would you evaluate that if you're at a, at a wedding and all of a sudden Taylor Swift is providing entertainment? That wouldn't be bad. I think I would take that. What if, what if she and Travis show up with a gift? You unwrap it, and it's just a cheap frame. Yeah, silver plated ten dollar frame from Target. Are you are you prepared? And then I, and then I have to lug it back to the, <laughs> to the U.S. <laughs> Would you be prepared to send a letter and say, "Really appreciated you singing. That was great." But what's the deal with this garbage gift? <laughs> no. Come on. You're silly. Come on. Nah. Um, have you started receiving wedding gifts? Yes. Actually, my friend James was like the first one on the ball like three months ago sent me a very nice piece of luggage. Oh, that's a very nice gift. It was amazing. He's fantastic. Uh, Do you plan on using that on your trip? Correct. That's why he wanted to send it early so that we could use it. Yeah. What kind of a gadget person are you? You like gadgets? No, not at all. Not at all. Doug okay. is totally no. Doug is the gadget guy. Everything in our house. It drives me actually bananas because our lights are like connected to, you know, the phone and an app and like they're LED. I guess, I don't know. And he that's he adjusts all the timers on them and all this stuff. And I it's like I have to pick. I can't just flip a light switch. I have to like go to my phone and turn the light on and off. It drives me crazy. So he's the gadget person. I am the Luddite. I don't want any part of it. Do you, I mean, do you want a dial-up phone? I mean, what, what would you like? like pay we, for- ha- we, have a, we do have a dial-up phone. I'm that person. I, ah. have a, I have a landline. Very nice. So I ask you this, and I remind folks, Jamie Yukas is with a couple more minutes. Apple Vision Pro launches Friday. No. 
thirty no five hundred bucks. Okay, and it's a headset, and a lot of these headsets have been thumbs down. Jamie, so far the reviews are saying this might be the one that's really going to take off. I mean, it's fine. I'm not going to use it. Well, that's great. I've got a surprise for you, Jason DeRussia. He's buying you that $3,500 Apple Vision Pro for your wedding. Thank you, Jason. No, can, I, can, I, can I tell you something hilarious? So we stayed with Jason and Alyssa, Alyssa the last time we were in town, and Doug drinks tea. And the next morning, Jason gives him one of the travel mugs that they have at their house and says, don't worry about returning it. I've got like 60,000 of these. Doug uses that mug every single day. Does, Every day. Does Jason view that as like his wedding gift then? or I think that's the wedding gift. I think we're done. I, like what could be better? Doug's super happy. I think that's I think that's it. No, I think the <laughs> Apple done. Vision Pro would be better. That's just me. <laughs> or is it possible that Doug is now obsessed with Jason? If he uses this mug five times a day. Wait a second. He's like, this is such a great mug. Like, I love the lid, and I love how my tea stays hot. Like, he's obsessed with the mug. Okay. I mean, I close circuit to Doug. There's a lot of mugs out there that keep the tea hot. Dave is this. I have, like, I have a hundred of them in our (laughs) drawer. You heard of the Stanley? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, man. (laughs) All right. Great stuff. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll talk next week. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. She's fabulous. Jamie Ucas, 151 on Jason DeRush's radio station. What a gift that Jason Tremendous. is willing to do. Yeah. That. I'm going to get one of those frames for Jamie. That's what I'm getting. It's really nice. Put it on the Twitter. Jason DeRush is buying Jamie Ucas an Apple Vision Pro $3,500 for a wedding. You know what? I think he should get one for both Jamie and Doug. And Doug. Yeah. Uh, Doug's got the mug. He's he's good. <laughs> okay, speaking of food, I mean, we just had a, a, a caller, again, questioning Second Harvest. Uh, I saw a number of people on Twitter going after Jason about Second Harvest. Only one person, who, of course, is turtled and has vanished. Jason's acting like he cares, and he's only doing this to enrich himself. I Give Jason more grief than anybody. Give me a break. He's on the board. He, he He's fully involved. He participates in events. And he's profiting off Second Harvest. And so a remarkable organization sets a moonshot goal of $150 million. I am a professional cynic. I can criticize a lot of things. I also get empathy and decency and kindness and the belief in others and calls the station and tweets just attacking people who are backing this or doubting them. Have we had businesses and nonprofits who purported themselves to be one thing and they weren't? Yeah. Sad thing. But hunger. An issue we should be able to, I think, solve. I flat out think we should be able to solve it. But take a different approach. Come up different ways. The cynicism on this one is just disheartening, Dave. And I don't believe him or 
it's not working and leave it to the government. It's a, some people will be mad if it's the government. Some people will be mad if it's donations. How about show some decency and jump on board as opposed to complaining every single time? Linus Construction Time Checks. Time for me to stop talking. It's time to get 50% off installation labor on Infinity from Arvin Windows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 